Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's Logistics for all your logistic needs. Call 631 299 3595. That's 631 299 3595. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. And once you explain that, can you do pretty much the same thing that, that the Hogan did? Kind of explain what got you into the business and who helped you to get started in this. But I, I, I'm interested to know myself, you know, how in the hell you get to look like that? You jack, bro. Man, this is coming from somebody who's twice my size. Man, I'm trying to get like you, brother, man. You see those arms right there? Well, all you got to yeah. do is get fat, bald-headed, black, and ugly. You look just like me. Well, I'm halfway there. Got you. Number one wrestling podcast here. When it comes to podcasts, they are the cream, the crew, the 
Macho Mandy's uh, being pre-recorded on uh, Wednesday here, and I'm with my co-hosts, Buddy and Daisy. Daisy, where are you? Say hi. Buddy's saying hi right there. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, sit on my lap. Daisy, there you are. All right, we're all here. We're all here. So, first thing I want to do in the first installment here, because we're going to take this and we're going to chop it up and we're going to do different topics at different times. But I wanted to talk about the Royal Rumble. So did Daisy. Yes, I know. I love you too. But we got to talk about the Royal Rumble. It's right. Now, here's the deal. Royal Rumble. I missed the first match. I went down to a viewing party and uh, got there a little bit late. And I missed the Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns match. So I still don't know how that one went. So I'll have to get back to you on that. I'll uh, see it. At some point on YouTube or somewhere, somewhere out there. And, uh, but I was there right at the beginning of the women's uh, Battle Royal, Royal Rumble type of deal. And uh, that was something I was looking forward to. Because I wanted to see what they were going to do. Mostly I wanted to see what they were going to do with Mickie James. So we'll talk about that first. It was very cool to see her. It was cool to see her uh, come out with her uh, Impact uh, Championship belt, which was something that, uh, you know, was kind of uh, knocking down the forbidden door or at least cracking it open. Um, she came out to her own music, which is cool, man, you know, because she's very proud of her music. And um, I just uh, was very surprised at the fact that they didn't do anything that was a big deal you know, with her, I was hoping that she'd be at the end and that they'd build a story around her being there. And um, all that it was, was uh, they did nothing. They did nothing, man. Once again, they dropped the ball. So many things that they could have done, ideas that I have in my head, that would have worked really great. But of course, I'm a lot more intelligent than the people writing at WWE, so, you know, it is what it is. Now, I was uh, really hoping that uh, it would have started something uh, and she would have ended up um, being possibly in WrestleMania or something like that because they owe that to her. They've been nothing but pieces of shit to her. And uh, I kind of thought that this was their way of uh, apologizing. But I don't think they very, uh, I don't think they apologize very often for anything. Because Vince is never wrong. Um, what else happened? So that's my main. Uh, that's my main problem with the uh, with the battle royal, the Royal Rumble, the women's 
Royal Rumble. I like seeing Lita. I think that they're doing something with her for uh, WrestleMania, which is cool. Um, bottom line is, man, look, people will say, oh, you keep bringing back people from 20 years ago. 20 years ago, performers put asses in seats, and the people today don't. So what choice do you have? Look at the look at the audience, uh, you know, reaction. Lita comes out, huge pop, right? Mickey James comes out, huge pop. You know, uh, anybody from today, you know, they see them and they're just, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, you know, of, of course, you know, some of the ones, Sasha Banks, and you know, they have their following and they have their, they're popular, but uh, you know, wrestling was at its highest back in the Attitude Era, and. Uh, when you bring somebody from the Attitude Era back out, man, into, you know, back in, back on the scene, um, you know, not only is it, like, nostalgic, but, uh, those are the, those are the entertainers that, uh, that made money, man. They made money, the company made money, and they entertained the fans. The fans didn't mind spending their money, you know what I'm saying? But, it's just the way that it is, man, so I was a little disappointed. Um, I was disappointed and surprised at some of the entrants. Uh, I saw Ivory, and I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty awesome. I would have liked to see her not come out in the right to censor gimmick um, and get kicked out, you know, right away. But uh, she looked great, man. She hasn't aged at all. She looks unbelievable. She's always been in great shape. Um, so it was really cool seeing her. I always liked Ivory way back in the day. I had a little crush on her. Little known fact, I hit on her. Yeah, back at, uh, what was it, um, when I tried out for Tough Enough 2 and she was one of the judges. And, uh, we were out here in Las Vegas and a bunch of us were going out. I went out, uh, to the Rum Jungle, which is no longer there, at Mandalay Bay. And, uh, it was like me, Jonathan Coachman, I think, uh, Chavo Guerrero, and, uh, and I uh, told Ivory, I was like, Ivory, you coming out tonight? And she's like, I don't know yet. I said, no, I want you to come out. Come on out. Yeah, but she didn't come out. Good thing she didn't, man, because she would have been hit with the madness, man. You would have been hearing all kinds of stories. Uh-huh. But Ivory's cool, man. She's cool. I like her. Good people. And she's real pretty, too. Um, who else showed up? Who else showed up that I was... Um, Let's see, let's see, uh, Melina, she showed up, something happened, I don't know, I gotta go back and watch, something happened, uh, with her, um, she looked good, uh, you know, a lot of these people, man, they, uh, been a long time since you've seen them on TV, and sometimes people don't take care of themselves, and sometimes they do. And uh, in this case, you know, everybody looked, uh, looked pretty good. You know, they might not have been in ring shape, so they were, uh, you know, eliminated right away. It was just more of the appearance, you know, uh, making the appearance and the, the shock value. So I'm glad that they still did have a lot of surprises because they gave away a whole lot of surprises. Um, you know, uh, like Mickey James. I think they should have kept Mickey James a surprise, man. They would have kept that quiet, and she came out with the impact belt. Would have got a much bigger surprise reaction. But again, 
I don't work for WWE, and it's uh, you know, it's their fault. There, that's their problem, not mine. You know what I mean? If I did, the ratings would be through the roof, man. Yeah, I could be on TV. I could be on the video scope. Behind the video scope, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'd make things happen. So who else I'm thinking now? Who else showed up? Uh, I know that Jillian Hall was actually there. They actually brought her in and she was backstage and they got her all ready and uh, she was an alternate that, uh, you know, things happen, things go wrong, people get hurt, whatever. Um, so she was there. She should have been brought in, you know. Um, it would have been, uh, it would have been a good flashback, you know. People remember her, people remember her annoying, uh, her annoying voice, or her uh, entrance music. Um, especially with like, you know, Britney Spears kind of being in the, uh, in the news a little bit, uh, not too long ago. You know what I mean? Uh, she was doing that Britney Spears type of gimmick with the, with the McDonald's drive-through, uh, microphone is what I call it. Um, I don't know who else was backstage. Um, Molly Holly. Molly Holly, it was very nice to see Molly Holly, man, that was really cool, um, and then I like what they did with that, man, that, that whole story, and I'm sure that, uh, if it doesn't build to something and it was just for the hell of it, then that's stupid, and I didn't watch Monday Night Raw, so, you know, I may be speaking out of, uh, like something might have happened on Monday, I don't know, but, um, the, uh, and I don't know any names of any of the recent performers because they don't matter in my mind, but, um, that superhero chick that basically is just, uh, you know, uh, Molly Holly 2.0, how they started going at it, superhero versus superhero, okay, I get it, it's kind of funny, whatever, um, but, uh, not a real big fan of, of the chick, um, I don't remember her name, man. But, uh, but to do a storyline like that was smart thinking, you know, oh, you got two superheroes, you know what I mean? good and evil, they should do something comical, you know, very superhero-ish, you know, bad guy, good guy type of deal, um, you know, hero, villain, see if they drop the ball on that one, uh, what else, what else, what else, I'm trying to think, man, I don't want to leave nothing out, I should have done this, uh, the day after, so I don't forget anything, um, so that was the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, who won it? Good question. I really don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, there are a few that I like. I like that Bianca Belair chick, man. She's uh, she's strong for a little girl, man. You know what I mean? She's tiny, but she could. Uh, she's badass, man. I don't like her, uh, so I don't hate all the the talent, you know, uh, the, the uh, recent, um, the current talent. Um, but I'm trying to think of what sticks out in my mind, not much. Nothing goes through there. But if it goes through there, it goes right out. But, um, let me think. 
we'll move on. We'll move on to uh, the mixed tag match. If I think of anything about the women's um, Royal Rumble match, I'll come back to it. Um, I liked, I liked the mixed tag match. I think it was kind of short, but it was a good match. Um, I liked the, the end how they, they hit the finishers at the same time, and um, you know just the just the storyline of it, man. That uh, you know it was like a legit married couple versus a legit married couple. You know the build up to it, which I didn't really pay attention to the build up of it because I. hear that? This guy's like blasting the Rocky theme. Waiting for him to get out and start uh, running with like a log on his back. Um, but I like, you know, um, the whole build-up that I, that I did know about, that I did hear about, the little things that I did see was really pretty cool. Um, and uh, I think it's cool that like uh, they actually... You know, both of them are, uh, both Maurice and, uh, and Beth Phoenix are moms, you know, and they're in there and they're doing battle and, uh, you know, their kids are probably in the back being, uh, being babysat by, uh, you know, by, like, uh, some of the wrestlers. And, uh, they look great, man. They both look great. Um, I know Beth Phoenix for a long time. We were down at OVW together. And uh, that was way back in, uh, like, you know, 2005 to 2007. I think she got brought up in 2006 or so. Um, and a uh, real nice girl. Um, very, very, uh, very talented, very strong. You know, she's a different type of diva, man. You know, I put her in the same category as China. You know what I mean? She had the, the beauty, but she was like the strength. You know what I mean? She was like a real superhero. So uh, she looked great, and uh, you know, you could tell that she she got in the ring and trained, uh, getting ready for the thing. And uh, same thing with Marnice, man. You know, she looks unbelievable. Uh, knew her. As a matter of fact, you know, with the exception of Edge, all three of them are OVW uh, alumni, all RIPS uh, students, and um, and we're down there at the same time that I was down there. I don't understand. We're at the dog park and they see a dog and they go crazy. Guys, I'm doing the video thing. I'm on the video scope here. Okay. Quiet. Daisy, right in my ear. Okay. 
Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. I'm almost done for this segment. We're going to do 20 minutes on here. Then we're going to go home and we're going to do uh, another topic. Because I got topics to talk about. Yes, I do. I always do. Well, actually, I don't always do. But I do this time. So anyway, the mixed tag match, man. I liked it. Felt like it could have been... Uh, could have been a little bit longer, um, but it just seemed short to me. I don't know. And uh, and then the uh, I'm not forgetting the okay. So the men's Royal Rumble, honestly, man, nothing, nothing impressive about that. Um, not even at the end with the. Uh, with Brock Lesnar coming out at the end, it was kind of like, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. It was kind of like, well, he was already, he was already, like, they don't usually use people that are, like, in the main event and then have them in the Royal Rumble, too. Maybe they should have said somebody got injured, and so somebody had to take his place, something like that. It's like, well, why was he in the Royal Rumble? But you could say that about half the guys that were in the Royal Rumble, um... Number one, uh, Johnny Knoxville being in there, I kind of understand the whole, like, you know, mainstream, let's bring somebody in, and, you know, it's all about money, and, you know, um, Vince is probably getting a good uh, chunk of money to to advertise uh, the new Jackass thing or whatever. I like Jackass, man, big fan. I like Johnny Knoxville. I don't like him in the ring. Um, that just reminds me of some uh, David Arquette shit, and... Uh, for those of you that think that that whole David Arquette thing, you know, was uh, was cool in WCW, or think that it was cool that, uh, you know, that they made a documentary on him and that he's an actual, where he thinks he's an actual wrestler right now, um, I'd like to smack him in the mouth because I don't think he is a wrestler and I don't think that uh, he deserves to be uh, considered a wrestler. And on top of that, he was married to Courtney Cox and she's hot and he never deserved such a hot chick, so, uh, ha! Two slaps across the mouth. Here you go. Ain't a hater. Just saying. Now, who else was in the Battle Royal? You know, just a bunch of uh, guys I didn't know. I don't know who that big dude was that was wearing the face protector thing, but uh, I don't know who he is or how he wrestles or, uh, you know, he seemed, you know, like a wrestler. He seemed big and... He seemed like he could move. I'd never seen him in a singles match. I know that they said that he was like a, you know, uh, like a protege of, uh, of Sheamus. And they were kind of working together. So I'd be kind of interested at least to tune in and see who that guy is. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by not everybody has to look like, you know, the ultimate warrior. But you see somebody and in that battle royal, you got 30 guys and you're like, your eyes just automatically don't go to a guy like Kevin Owens wearing a t-shirt and shorts. It makes me sick. And, uh, you know, uh, just in case, uh, no spoilers, no spoilers. But the next topic, we're going to be talking a little bit about that topic. There you go. You didn't hear it from me. But, uh, you know, you see a big dude like that towering over everybody. And he's big. And you see that he can move and stuff like that. And, you know, it makes me interested to find out more about him. Um, everybody else in there, you know, they, they brought people in that, uh, 
you know, you haven't seen them doing much on TV at all lately, and then they bring them into the Battle Royal, and it was almost like people didn't even know who they were when they came out for the Battle Royal, because they haven't done shit with them. Um, as far as I know, you know what I mean? Like, being on the outside and not paying attention to everything that goes on in WWE, I know, you know, if I hear a name, or if I see something that I know that, because I don't watch all the time, they must be utilizing them, you know what I mean? So there was a lot of people that uh, were in there that it was like, damn, you know, um, a lot of surprises that um, people that I thought didn't even work there anymore. Um, and then there were people that uh, that didn't work there that got released that they asked to come in and do it. And uh, one surprise was Alicia Fox, another OVW alumni who was trained by uh, Al Snow and Rip. And um, I think she's fantastic. Um, I didn't know whether or not she still had a job there or not because I know there were some problems with her. And uh, and I haven't seen her in a real long time. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a surprise when she came in, but it was almost like no reaction because, you know, she's been away for so long. Um, who else? Oh, now you got me thinking, um, what's her name, Carmen? No, not, um, Summer Rae, Summer Rae looked good, uh, she, she definitely getting some of that natural, real, uh, shoot, heel heat because of, uh, you know, her going on social media, shitting on people for, uh, you know, saying that she's not a, um, not a legend, she's not a legend, so get over it. She's a superstar, a former superstar, former diva, whatever you want to call it. You're not a legend. If she's a legend, then I'm a legend. All right? You understand what I'm saying? And there's people in the Hall of Fame that they call Hall of Famers that aren't Hall of Famers. But we'll get onto that at another time on another episode. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, what's your name? The, uh... That uh, the chick, uh, one of the Funkadelics, the one that she got released. Uh, I don't know why they ever got rid of her, man. But uh, she came out, and I just think that some of the reactions were a little bit like, you know, almost confused. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember her. You know what I mean? But when you got somebody like Lita coming out or Ivory coming out, you don't get that. Oh wait, who is that? You know what I mean? So. Um, that's what I mean, man. You know, anybody, anybody could argue with me that they want and say that, uh, you know, they shouldn't be bringing back old school, you know, attitude era talent or whatever. But, uh, let's face it, the Royal Rumble 2022, the whole entire card, who were the biggest, uh, the biggest names on the card? You got Brock Lesnar from the aggression era back a long time ago. You got Bobby Lashley, who was back from the uh, aggression era a long time ago. Both Rips students down at OVW, by the way. And then you got The Miz, OVW. You got uh, from back in the, uh, the I guess it was the, I don't know, whatever, but he's been there for a long time, okay? Um, and then you got... Uh, Maris, and you got uh, Beth Phoenix. All of them are from back, you know, 15 years ago. Um, and they were all trained at OVW. There's others uh, that were on the pay-per-view. But uh, 
the ones that stood out, man, the names that you remember, the names that you go, oh, yeah, it was really cool to see so-and-so are either from the Attitude Era, the Aggression Era, or uh, I hate to say it, man, but uh, WWE has not developed any stars, done anything worth the shit since uh, since they took OVW uh, out of uh, being a developmental. When you had Rip Rogers and Al Snow training WWE stars, that's exactly what they made, stars. Now they got this cookie-cutter factory where they just pump out every single person that isn't ready. They don't look ready. They aren't ready. They uh, don't look like stars. Nothing. Nothing. Especially the guys. The girls, I got to say, most of the girls look like they belong on TV. They just they look like stars. You can't help notice them. If you're at an airport and you see them, you're going to go, Wow, okay, that's either a WWE superstar or a stripper. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying they stand out, you know what I mean? Man, I'm going to get some heat for that one. But hey, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Um, before I uh, get off of this subject, I want to make sure that I got everything. We're already at uh, 25 minutes here, sitting outside the dog park watching it get dark. But that's all right. Dogs are having a good time. They're chilling with me. They're quiet. So, uh, trying to think what else happened. The main event. The main event with, uh, that I like the whole story there. Kind of, sort of, um, I like Brock as the baby face. Um, and just that match alone, man, seeing, you know, Brock and, uh, and Lashley, you know, two big monsters and they're suplexing the hell out of each other. And, um, again, I felt like that match could have went a little bit longer. But, um, it was, uh, it was what you expect to see in wrestling, man. It was like what you used to see in wrestling, you know. And, um, and then the ending, you know, was, I don't think it was much of a surprise. I think everybody knew that that was going to end up happening. Um, that Brock was going to, uh somehow, I mean, uh, Paul Heyman was somehow gonna, you know, Paul Heyman can't be a, a baby face. They, uh, I think everybody knew somehow, some way that, uh, that Paul Heyman would turn on Brock. Um, but I do kind of like, I don't know, man, like, I feel like something was missing. They had Roman Reigns come out and just say, give me the belt to uh, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was kind of like, seemed like he was hesitant to do it. And then at the end, he walked off with them and it was kind of like, kind of confusing. It was like, did he want to do it? Did he not want to do it? And then at the end, it was like, like he definitely wanted to do it. I don't know. It just seemed like, like there was, could have been something played with a little bit more there, I think. Um... So, now, it kind of is pretty cool that the way that that happened and Brock lost the belt and now, uh, you know, Bobby Lashley is the champion, but then you get uh, Brock entering the Battle Royal, like I mentioned before, so he comes in and he wins it, and, uh, and so now I believe that it's kind of like, okay, you know, you, you, you cheated and, uh, and you got my belt, but 
Now I'm coming after. Um, see, now who is he wrestling for WrestleMania? If he won, does he go after Bobby Lashley for the belt again, or does he go after Roman Reigns for his belt? Either way, it's cool. It's kind of like, all right, you know what? I lost a belt. I don't have a belt right now, but in a few months I will. You know, you kind of, now you pissed me off type of thing. So I like that. Um, but I really don't know who I, I'd have to, you'd have to ask my people. But, uh, so all in all, there were parts of it that I was really into and then parts of it that I wasn't into. And uh, I got to say that the men's battle royal, the Royal Rumble part, which is what I thought I was going to enjoy the most. I thought the most surprises were going to be in there. And um, it being that there wasn't a whole lot of surprises, um, and most of it was uh, current WWE stars. I'm not going to call them stars. I'm going to call them performers. Um, yeah, I was disappointed to see a lot of the people that I did see in there. Um, Shane McMahon is another one. You know what I mean? He left. You haven't seen him in a while. He books himself, obviously, in the Battle Royal. Why? You know what I mean? Like, if he's going to do anything, do a singles match where he can do all this crazy shit because that's what he's known for. You know what I mean? Like, you know... Like, what, is he going to become the WWE champion? You know what I mean? Is he going to go to WrestleMania? Like, um... And then I read something that, like, he's not even part of the company anymore or something like that, and I don't know. But for him to be in there... I don't know. I didn't really see much of a much of a reason or much of a interest in him being there. Rumor that I heard was that they had different ideas about who was supposed to win um, the men's Royal Rumble, and one of the one of the ideas was uh, um, Randy Orton, and I like Randy Orton, of course. Another guy that goes from way back. Another guy that was trained by Rip. At OVW, just saying, just pointing out, anyone who's ever been a star was trained by Rip, not FCW and not uh, uh, NXT or whatever, the Performance Center or whatever. You can't argue with me there. John Cena, Shelton Benjamin, Batista, uh, Brock, the list goes on and on. I just, uh, from what I heard recently, 70 people, 70 superstars that uh, Rip Rogers created and they got signed to WWE, especially during the uh, aggression era. Um, but it went back even further than that. But uh, at that point, they brought up a lot of OVW talent. But uh, 70 wrestlers that I can name that you know the names of and, uh, and are still today considered some of the biggest names in WWE. So take that for what it's worth, but it's worth a lot because it's coming from me. Uh, real quick, let me wrap up. Uh, where was I? Names of the people that were in the Battle Royal, if anybody else stands out to me. Um, not really. Not really. So like I said kind of give it a 
not going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down because some of it was a thumbs up. I popped for some of the entrances, uh, you know, I popped for some of the storylines and then kind of was disappointed by some of the storylines or what could have been storylines, but I guess we'll have to see. Um, I didn't watch Monday Night Raw. Now remember, this is pre-taped here, so you're watching this on the Monday after the Royal Rumble, not the not the Monday after the Royal Rumble, the week after the Royal Rumble, if that makes any sense. Today is February 2nd is what I'm saying, all right? Pre-taped and uh, so, um, so that's why we're talking about the Royal Rumble kind of late. It's not really that late because this isn't Monday. Next week, it's Wednesday this week. I just confused myself. Doesn't even matter. There you go. There's my uh, predictions, uh, or my uh, my thoughts, rather. And uh, hopefully some of the ideas that I have in my head, um, I'll have to go back and find out what happened on Raw after the, uh, on that Monday, last Monday, that is. Um... But uh, I doubt that they did anything with any of the ideas that they could have done stuff with. Because let's face it, that's good old uh, creative writing at WWE. Yeah, World Wrestling Entertainment, where we take the E that stands for entertainment and we throw it in the garbage. Yeah, that's how we do it. Where our creative department isn't very creative. Yeah, sorry, we don't have anything for you. I know you got a great build and you're the greatest wrestler we ever saw and you got a lot of charisma, but creative can't come up with anything. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to fire you, but we're not going to fire creative for not being creative. Think about that for a minute. Let that set, settle in right there. Yeah. All right. On that note, these guys probably want to go home. I want to go home. Believe it or not, it is cold outside and it's windy. And uh, we're going to, what are you doing? We're going to uh, go inside and put together the next half of this um, Macho Man Day episode. So, see you real soon, man. Tired of that same old, same old breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Same old tasting scrambled eggs, burger, that dinner steak, ribs, or pork chops. Why not add a little bit of spice or just a touch of heat to make the difference? Change that scrambled egg with a little bit of Johnny Fabulous's John Cena Sr.'s Million Dollar Jalapeno Hot Sauce. Great on burgers, steaks, chops, and those barbecued ribs. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut.
Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, video games and collectibles. Installment two of Macho Man Days. I last uh, left you off. That was actually yesterday. Try to keep up. And I was talking about the Royal Rumble and uh, a couple things that I forgot to mention. But I had a brain fart. I forgot who won the uh, Women's Battle Royal. Um, I keep calling it a Battle Royal, man. I'm old school. And, uh, I know that it was Ronda Rousey, and, uh, that was another surprise entrant, and I like Ronda Rousey. I didn't even, uh, didn't even watch that whole run that she had, and she won the championship and everything, but, uh, she's a badass, you know what I mean? She's kind of like Brock Lesnar in the sense that, like, you know, she's the real deal, and, uh, she puts a real threat into, uh, the other wrestlers because they know her background and that's intimidating to them right off the bat um i don't remember they were setting up a feud and i don't know if it was with that other mma fighter chick um what's her face baszler something like that um which that would be pretty cool if for wrestlemania they did a little uh mma slash wrestling you know what i mean where it's like half shoot, half work. It really made it, uh, people really like, would, I think that would be pretty cool, man. Not like a brawl for all type of deal. Nobody's punching anybody in the face trying to knock them out. But like legit grappling and, and seeing if they could get them in a, um, in a choke or a submission or something, but not really lay it in, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, but go for it, you know, without it being, uh, pre, you know, of course the ending would be predetermined, but kind of like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, yeah, you're, you're, you know about wrestling, you know what I mean? Half work, half shoot, half, uh, whatever then that equation wouldn't make sense. And then I would be uh, kind of doing the same kind of math that uh, Scott Snyder does, that wouldn't I? You have a 33 and third percent chance of watching something uh, entertaining on WWE. I'm talking a little low because it's six o'clock in the morning here in Las Vegas. I was about to uh, head out to the gym. I woke up about 4.30. Cause um, today's just the second day of getting back on track. Um, I usually meet my friend there. I help him out by showing up. So uh, he knows that I'm gonna hold him accountable. And uh, the same thing, but he called me up this morning Said he wasn't feeling well after I already took my pre-workout. So, uh, looks like I'm going to the gym in a little while anyway. So, I don't need nobody to hold me accountable. But I wanted to do this first. Because I didn't want it hanging over my head to do later. 
I figured uh, I'd get it done now. And uh, especially now that I remembered some of the things that I wanted to mention about the, the Royal Rumble. Um, and of course, there was something else about the Royal Rumble, and I forgot. But it'll come to me, and I'll bring it up uh, a little bit later on. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to remember real quick. Real quick. It'll come to me. So I'll be all over the place like usual. How's my hair? Gonna look good for the gym. You know, the ladies dig uh, Savage, man. There it is right there, Savage. I'm matching, I'm color coordinated. I'm feeling the uh, pre-workout kicking in right about now. Okay, so this here episode, we are gonna talk about, I got some pictures here. It's gonna be a little show and tell. So for those that don't watch the show and they only listen on the audio, you're missing a big portion. And I advise that you watch instead of just listen. And if you don't, too bad. So what we're talking about, what we're talking about here, we're going to talk about what wrestlers look like today. A topic that I know that Monty and the Pharaoh agree with me very much on. And a lot of old school guys and girls believe the same thing. That even back in the day, the guys that were even considered small are considered huge compared to the wrestlers or sports entertainers or talent that they have today. So I'm gonna show you guys some pictures and uh, just trying to put them out so I don't have to go through them as I'm talking to you. I can just kind of pick them out here as I drop them all over. see where we're starting here at least I don't want to take all day organizing them I'll go through them okay so here's the deal when I was about 10 or 11 years old of course like everybody else's story of anybody who ever became a wrestler in case you're just tuning in I used to be a wrestler by the name of Vic Divine um and uh, now this is what I do due to uh, injury and basically just not enjoying doing um, the wrestling part of it anymore. Um, you know, they say when you're not having fun that it's time to get out. So I got out. I wasn't having fun doing it anymore. But I want to show you something. I want to show you what somebody looks like and the dedication and... Uh, the work that somebody puts in when they actually decide that they want to be a wrestler. Okay, so I'm going to show you these pictures. A little embarrassing, but, uh, you know, these ones here, actually. Here I am, probably at about uh, maybe 14 or so. And uh, now here's me, obviously. Well, 
can you see? There I am, obviously, being uh, kind of a Bret Hart type of a deal. Had the mullet going. <laughs> Just came out of the shower, and uh, my hair was wet through on the glasses, and I was, you know, kind of uh, imitating a, a Bret Hart type of a type of a pose and then uh here I am again same shot same photo shoot yeah look at that look at the guns man look at the guns but uh I was a skinny little kid man skinny little kid I didn't have any uh super genetics or you know well actually you know my genetics aren't bad but, uh, you know, even at that point, man, I knew that, uh, that I wanted to be a wrestler. And, uh, and I would, uh, I was not yet in the weight room. I was not yet, uh, was not yet preparing physically for it. But I knew mentally that I wanted it and it never went away. And um, even at this time, here I am. You can see how skinny I was. I wasn't always the uh, the savage, uh, you know, very, very macho guy that I am. But uh, this was probably when I was about 20, maybe 18 or 19, I would say. But I was skinny, man. You know, I was just a skinny kid. Here you go. You know, very good looking. I believe that was right before going to an audition because I was doing some acting and stuff like that when I was younger, some acting and modeling. You know, I was told I looked like Luke Perry from 90210. So, uh, you know, I kind of capitalized on that and went and uh, did all right, though. Did all, well, not really at that point. Cause I just blended in with everybody else, but uh, but I was doing it. I was doing the thing. I forget what that was for. If I'm not mistaken, I know that it was something down in uh, in New York City. I think it might have been. Uh, it might have been the the real world. Might have been something like that. But that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. I know that I'm going to mess up the order here, but I want to show you the progression. I want to show you where it all started. And, uh, oh, here's a funny one. Out of order, of course. But, uh, here I am. I'm just messing around. Just messing around, uh, at a weight room that, uh, yeah, can you see that? That's me just playing around when I was probably around the same age, you know, 15 or so. Yeah, getting that stack up. Not really, but that was the, uh, that was the illusion. Alright, so now, now... try to do this in some type of an order here because I want to show you 
the seriousness. I really should have put these in order before I got on the video scope. It just gives you guys more time to look at me. Yeah. All right, okay, so here's when things started to get serious. Here's like, uh, this is this is probably the very beginning of, uh, you know, when I started to uh, see development uh, from being in the weight room. Funny, because I'm wearing a bandana around my head just like I am right now. And it wasn't... Uh, wasn't for any particular reason except that I was probably losing my hair and hiding my big forehead so there I am and you could see that um uh, putting on a little bit of muscle there you could see it in the shoulders and you know my inner inner back you know not bad that was kind of like uh, we're in the beginning and uh I'm going to answer your question, because I know everybody's got the same question, and I'm going to answer it. So be patient. See that? I just read your mind. Yeah. Okay. Now, I believe, oh, here's the same uh, same photo shoot. And here I am. This is the front uh, view of what I was uh, looking like in the beginning, you know, when I first felt uh, it was time to take some pictures and, and check myself out. Yeah, I had some traps going. Some of these I don't really know the order, but uh, around the same time, I'm trying to show you, this was probably not, uh, it's probably not too far behind those other ones though. I don't know if you can try to get this clear for you, but the abs came in, maybe I dieted a little bit, you know what I mean? I started learning more about the dieting. Um, as you can see, those that I'm wearing right there, those shorts were actually my first. Uh, so this was after I started wrestling because uh, those shorts were my first um, pair of wrestling trunks that I got off of some bodybuilding uh, website or not even a website. Where did I get them? There was no website back then. I got them at a store or some gold gym or something. And... Uh, I believe that they were pants at first. They were like, uh, you know, tights that were long tights. And I wanted the short tights to show off those awesome legs. So I got them, uh, I got them cut and, and, uh, altered to, you know, look like legit shorts. But those were my, if you, if you see my first wrestling match, those, that's what I'm wearing. There's more than around that time. I 
swear this has got to be around that time. I'm judging by the time that I had uh, that I had hair before I shaved my head. So this was right around in the house that I lived in too at the time. This is all in New York. This is all in my parents' house. So I don't know the exact order, you know. You could see uh, what's said in the background. WWE, um, it's a WWF Attitude Era banner. And, and some hats hanging up there, I don't know. But it's probably all wrestling related. So there I am. I don't know what year. But, um... Uh, there I was, you know, and I was wrestling at the time, so I knew, before even getting into wrestling, I knew that I had to look like a wrestler. You know what I mean? That's my point here, is that I didn't start wrestling until I felt that I looked like a wrestler. I didn't want to be 160 pounds and call myself a wrestler. I wanted to be taken serious, and when I walked into a locker room full of people that were out of shape, were real skinny or real fat or just not athletic looking, all eyes were on me. Everybody got intimidated right away. Not even knowing that I couldn't work. They, you know, I was brand new. They could work. I didn't know, I didn't know shit. But it didn't matter because when I stepped in that ring or when that, when that music hit and I came through the curtain, I got the loudest pop. I got that, you know, the, uh, the oohs and the ahs, you know what I mean? Because I was the only guy on the show with a body. And the first impression is what's, uh, what's most important. Pre-workout, getting ready. Um, hmm. Okay, maybe I picked too many pictures, but this is me, of course, obviously wearing a wig. I think that might be one of the same wigs that I still have now. Um, but that was just a, um, a gig that I did as a Tarzan type of deal. Um, there's a reflection, there we go. So, uh, definitely by that point, you know, I was, I was wrestling and, uh, doing other gigs on the side, you know, uh, I made a lot of money using my body, um, doing gigs, not like that. They didn't have OnlyFans, there was none of that. Um, but, you know, showing, uh, being a doing some acting things, playing a biker, playing a bodybuilder, um, doing things like that, like Tarzan, things with my shirt off. I worked in a show for 10 years here in Vegas, you know, all because of my body. Um, I worked hard for it, you know. I knew that I didn't have much in the brains department, huh? so I had to uh, find a way to stand out and make money. It wasn't, it wasn't the plan, but it, I'm glad it worked out that way. Okay, get into some good stuff here. Um, all right, I guess we're sticking with the ones where I have hair. <laughs> so there I am outside my house, looking jacked. I had some hair. It was going. It was the forehead was uh, becoming a five head. <laughs> but as you see. I looked, uh, 
pretty jacked. Still, I like that shirt. That's a Macho Man-esque type of 90s shirt right there. But, uh... Those was the good old days. A little nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Let's see. There's another uh, oh, I'm trying to get that reflection out of there. But there I am. I think that's uh maybe around the same time. I'm at the gym, I believe there. Of course, wearing all my, my gym tank tops. Got real, you know, was one of those guys. Now I started showing off my body, you know, I was real proud. Okay, okay, okay. There's another one. That's right, I used to go to the gym like that. I don't show off anymore, man. You know, when your muscles are kind of like new, you want to show them off, you know? It's like a chick with new breast implants, you know what I mean? You're walking around with them things just hanging out and then saying, uh, yeah, what are you looking at? But I like the attention. Check out them little them little shorts. Didn't care. Uh, my legs don't look that big there, but believe me, my legs got big. Maybe in some of these pictures, I don't know. All right. Here I am, uh, pretty tan. Doing the thing, man, pretty tan. That's a good one. That's when uh, I was looking pretty huge. Getting bigger. There's the legs. Right. Traps. Not bad. You know, my body went through fluctuations. You know, eating, training, you know what I mean? Training harder, training, you know, getting a little bit leaner, getting a little bit bigger, changing, you know, how much I eat, whatever, whatever. You know, it does fluctuate. See, here I am. This was right before. This was early in the morning, right before getting on a plane to come to Las Vegas for Tough Enough 2. And uh, so I, I really leaned out for the Tough Enough 2 audition. Um, man, I can't see. Here we go. My WWF Attitude shirt. My huge fanny pack. I don't know what the hell that is. But uh, I was super shredded at that point. Can't see. But I had uh, some abs. And if you see the audition, you'll see how ripped I was. I do have the audition somewhere. Pictures of it or something. Video. Um, oh, here's one of the same. Are these doubles? Same thing. Same thing. I believe that was my first time traveling alone. That was my first time uh, going to Vegas, but it was something that I needed to do. And uh, I was nervous about it, man, because I ain't never traveled alone and it was like, uh, it was awkward for me. All right, we're getting down, getting down to the end here. I see a lot of ones with the shave that, oh, these ones were first then, obviously, because I, I had my, uh, went with the Scott Steiner look, 
And I, uh, I don't know if you could tell in these pictures, but I had my head shaved, real, not shaved completely, but down real, uh, is it? I can't even tell. Yeah. Um, so I progressively was losing my hair, so I was trying to hide it. So I did the whole, like, Bob Holly thing, and I had it real short and uh, bleached it blonde. Um, I think I might have bleached some of my facial hair blonde, too. So now Vic Devine was going for a different look. Um, so there's... That was outside of a gym in New Jersey. It's funny how I remember, like, these kind of things. That was, um... 2003 or 4 because I was living with my friend Johnny Thunder because uh, I had ended up kind of homeless due to my wrestling uh, passion get into that at a different time trusted some people that didn't need to be trusted so there I am Here's another one, same day, same shot. So as you can see, I developed a wrestler look, a wrestler persona. People would ask me all the time, no matter where I was, are you a wrestler? And that's the greatest compliment you could get when you're out wherever and people ask you if you're a wrestler because you just have that look. And I don't know how many people come up to Kevin Owens that don't know wrestling. I don't know how many people come up to Sami Zayn. I don't know how many people come up to Finn, uh, Finn Balor, whatever, fan, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Great wrestlers. Not taking anything away from their ability. Much better than I am. Not better on the mic because, you know, I'm pretty awesome. But uh, there, there's another one. Huge fanny pack. Abs and big arms. You know what? That Those ones I might have been bald in. It's kind of hard to tell. And that was the whole idea. You know what I mean? To not look... To not look bald. So I couldn't tell whether or not... But anyway, same... I believe these might have been... I really don't know, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. There you go. Uh, kind of like a Scott Steiner type of a deal. Daisy snoring. They ate. I took them out. And now they're dead asleep. There's, uh, that's a good one, man. That's always a good angle, a good pose, man. If you're doing any posing, you turn to the side like that a little bit. Actually, if you turn your, your torso more towards the camera and keep your feet facing, um, like sideways, you get a good, um, you'll see a lot of people posing like that in pictures. It makes the back look wider and the waist look smaller. You know, just like chicks have their own secret ways of posing them, you know, make their butt look better. Uh, I know all your secrets. And here's, uh, here's a back shot. 
same same uh, photo shoot, I guess. It's me showing off my traps, you know, showing off my great ass. And uh, well, these ones are definitely. Well, here's a here's a goofy one, but I was pretty big. I was just uh, probably not very lean. But here I am uh, doing my uh, badass Santa Claus type of a deal. You can see I'm just uh, very uh, thick. And I'd like to put on some more size right now. You know what I mean? Get a little bit bigger. But, uh, you know, the way that I eat. It's not quite the way that I used to eat back then. And uh, the way that I train isn't quite the way that I trained back then. And that's just due to, you know, getting sick of uh, grilling chicken eight hours a day and then uh, going grocery shopping and then cooking. And it was always like, you know, I put a lot of dedication. It was a lot of, uh, a lot of dedication with the diet, always eating, man, always, every two hours, man, I'd go out, I'd have a cooler of food with me, um, I just don't do that anymore, man, you know, if I did, you know, you, you get out of it what you put into it, man, and I put a lot into it, and I'm okay with the way that I look now, you know, if I had a photo shoot coming up, I could, <clears throat> you know, change my diet, I know what I'm doing, I could get leaner, if I dedicated myself to, uh, to getting bigger, I could get bigger, um, you know, there's times that, you know, I used to eat every two hours, now there's times that I only eat twice a day, you know, just because I'm busy, or, uh, you know, I'm just kind of like, not in the mood to eat, and then I don't, you know, I don't take it as, um, as serious, you know what I mean, I'm just like, all right, well, whatever, I'll eat later, and then I eat like a big meal, whatever, but I still, I maintain my, uh, the way that I look right now, it's pretty much, uh, I'm like 205 or something like that. Now it fluctuates. I was doing, you know, pretty good with putting on some mass. I went up to about 220. And then, uh, you know, I changed, uh, wasn't eating as as frequently or as, uh, I wasn't eating as many calories. It all boils down to calories. So, um, here's two more pictures anyway. And these ones were definitely... I don't know, but I was pretty, uh, I was big, bald, and bad right there, but, uh, if you saw that on WWE TV, you know, today, you would go, wow, that guy looks like a wrestler, he is in shape, but believe it or not, back then, believe it or not, back then, I was considered small because that was in the uh, that was in the '90s, and uh, the WWE had a thing where they wanted everybody over like uh, you know like six two and two fifty or two thirty or something like that, and um, I wasn't quite I wasn't big enough to be like a power guy, and I wasn't small enough to be like a fast you know high flyer guy, so I was kind of like in between, and. Um, but they were looking for bigger guys, you know what I mean? I did have it. They 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 gave they gave me some interest, you know what I mean? They gave me uh they gave me a look, you know, a couple times. Um 
there were some close calls that I thought that I was getting signed. But, uh, you know, looking back, uh, you know, hindsight being 2020, I'm kind of uh, I'm glad that it never really happened. Because I think that my life would be a lot different right now and not, not necessarily uh, in a good way. Just knowing myself and knowing what I would have had to go through being there. I think it was a better place. No, actually, it probably wasn't a better place to work back then. But um, I think that the traveling and putting up with the bullshit and the politics and everything, you know, would have uh, really crushed my desire to continue being a wrestler. And that would have led to me wanting to get out or would have led to me doing a lot of drugs and trying to escape the uh, the uh, torture that I was in working my, uh, you know, my, my dream job. So, not everything is meant to be. But the bottom line here, the bottom line is that uh, if, you're, uh, if you're serious about being a wrestler, and I know today is different, you know, it's not like back then. They're not telling you you got to be 230 and, you know, and, uh, you know, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". If you are, you stand out big time and Vince still will automatically notice you. There's still a, you know, why do you think Brock and, uh, and Lashley were in that main event and at the Royal Rumble? Look at those guys, man. You know, Vince was sitting there at that monitor foaming at the mouth. You know, and rightfully so. I mean, even if you're flicking through channels and you see those two guys nose to nose, man, you're going to go, some shit's about to go down. These are two big, serious-looking dudes, you know. And then, you know, later on you're flicking through channels and you see a guy like, uh, you know, oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. And I'm very, very, I would have rioted. But uh, they were going to have uh, Riddle win the Royal Rumble. Now, he's over. And that's what I mean. The fans have changed. You know what I mean? The guy's like 120 pounds. I know he's a good wrestler. I know he's a badass. I know he's like a legit fighter, whatever, whatever. He looks 12 years old, okay? He comes out there, and he's wearing his little shorts. He looks like he forgot to get dressed the rest of the way. He's got his little slippers on. And he's riding a scooter, and uh, to me, they team him and uh, and our and uh, Randy Orton together, and I'm like, wait a minute, you got one guy, you know, that just looks and is, you know, the best that they have there. Um, and then I don't know if they were doing it just to get Riddle over, you know what I mean, to team them up. Eventually, you know, they're gonna break up real soon, but. Um, you know, it makes it makes uh, Randy Orton look, you know, he's supposed to be like the legend killer and the, the viper and, uh, you know, he's a badass dude, man, and he looks badass and, you know, he, I don't think there's a better wrestler on the roster, honestly. Um, they were going to have Riddle win, and that's what I mean, like, uh, the way he looks, man. You know, back in the day, enhancement talent would look like athletes, if you look back in the day, and yeah, I'm an old school guy, whatever, man, but check it out, Barry Horowitz was a, a long time, um, 
enhancement talent. And he was built, and he was athletic, and he was a damn good wrestler. You know what I mean? Um, maybe he just didn't have the it that they were looking for at the time to make him a, a you know major star. They gave him a little bit of a push, and a little bit, you know, doing the whole um, where they were doing his Jewish gimmick, and I think they teamed him up with uh, what was his name, Hakushi, the Japanese guy, because it was kind of like an odd couple type of deal. Um, but uh, you know, but they started to move him up. Um, Paul Roma was a uh, enhancement talent in the beginning. Later on, you know, he moved up. But uh, even when he was enhancement talent, the way he looked was unbelievable. Um, and uh, and he could work, man. He was a you know he wasn't a big guy. He was probably you know under six feet, probably two twenty or something like that. He was real shredded. And he looked a lot bigger. Um, one of the greatest physiques, man, when I saw him, I was like, I want to be built like that guy. You know what I mean? He was big and lean and, you know, impressive. Um, but my point is, man, if you are a wrestler, if you're inspiring, aspiring to be a wrestler, then uh, look the part, man. And not only look the part, but be athletic. You know what I mean? don't care if you could wrestle you know what I mean you gotta be like uh gotta look like remember it's entertainment man you want to not only be the best match on the card you want to look you know think of it as like uh somebody watching that's not a wrestling fan you want it to look like somebody's uh you know gonna stop and watch man you gotta stand out that's basically it you know, Diamond Dallas Page said that uh, Eric Bischoff told him there's better than, there's, what do you say, better than, worse than, and different than. And he said, always go for the different then. So, you know, I could understand Riddle is different, you know what I mean? He's, you know, they got this anti-drug thing there, but he plays the part of being stoned. So, you know, it's comical. You know, he looks like a stoner. And, um... But, you know, maybe put him on a stage at a at a comedy show or something. Let him be a character that way. But that's just my thoughts, man. You know, everything that I say is just uh, in the thoughts of, you know, my, my opinion. It's not the opinions of, uh, you know, Monty and the Pharaoh or actually, you know, they agree with me. But, uh, um you know, you could have your own opinion. You could shit on me for having my opinion, whatever. Doesn't matter what your opinion is, because mine is the only one that matters, because I'm the one that's uh, right in front of the fake microphone. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, here's the big question that's on everybody's mind. In all the comments, everybody's going to say, yeah, but uh, you can't get like that naturally, and you can't. You know, you weren't natural and you're a juice head and everything, blah, 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 blah. And guess what? You're absolutely right. And I did steroids and I'm going to admit it because I ain't going to be like John Cena and The Rock that claimed to have never touched anything. They need to say that, you know, to protect their, uh, their reputation. Um, I'm not condoning it, but uh, I did what I had to do. And that's just another factor. I spent all my money that I made on groceries and steroids and supplements.
because that's what was important to me. There was no going out. There was no, you know, buying anything. I had to buy new clothes because I was getting bigger, but uh, I never indulged in, uh, you know, partying or um, anything. All my money went towards my wrestling dream, getting big, looking the part, training, when I wasn't in the gym, I was at the wrestling school, you know what I mean? I was always, uh, everything was all about wrestling. And, uh, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time, and even, uh, we, we even broke up due to, you know, her coming second. She even gave me the ultimatum and said, you know, it's either me or wrestling. And I told her to take a hike. It's right. So, uh. If you don't have that kind of dedication, man, you know, I'm not telling you to do steroids, um, especially, you know, anybody who's listening that's not a wrestler that just thinks it's a good idea to look good uh, in the summertime, you know, for the girls or whatever like that. To be honest with you, girls don't even like uh, big jacked up dudes. I'll be honest with you. I thought I was going to get uh, so much attention from girls when I was really big. But it uh, turns out that they, uh, they're not attracted to that big bloated monster look. Um, you know, when you lean out, if you're still big and you're too lean, you're still not attractive to them. So, you know, don't do it for the wrong reason. You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, you know, do it because you're, you're trying to get somewhere with a wrestling career. Well, no, I'm not even going to say that, man. You do whatever you want to do. I did what I felt I needed to do. I was a real skinny kid. I needed to do whatever it took. You know, I was that way where it was like all or nothing. That's me. So I'm just answering your question so that everybody on here that's going to comment and everything and make all the comments because I see it all the time on everybody else's, you know, anybody who's jacked and, you know, um, any workout videos or workout, you know, pictures or whatever like that, fitness stuff on social media, everybody's always commenting. The first thing they say is, oh, yeah, well, he's a juice head. And there are people that lie, you know, uh, um, Mike O'Hearn, you know, he's 50 some odd years old and he's in the best shape of his life and he's shredded to shit and then he's always been and he says that he's 100% natural and that he's always been 100% natural. He's always been 100% full of shit. And, uh, yeah. Cease and desist, man. Right away they're gonna come at me. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Already, uh, already experienced in the whole, uh, you know, the law thing. Um, which, by the way, in closing, I'll mention that uh, you might have seen on my other social media and everything that uh, Mach got himself into a little bit of trouble, but not as much trouble as uh, as I was um, as I was charged with. And I explained it all. I'm not going to explain it here. But basically, uh, he, uh, there was a little scuffle. And uh, and I got charged with something. Uh, I got charged with a couple of charges that uh, were complete bullshit. They were uh, complete lies. Um, lies that were perjury. That, uh, you know, lies in court, man. You know. They swore and blah, 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 and then basically just lied. And uh, now I have to pay $26,000 in restitution for damages that I had nothing, nothing to do with, man. Yeah, but they set me up real good. So uh, 
you might have seen on my social media that, uh, you know, I'm um, embarrassingly, embarrassingly uh, and ashamed to have started a GoFundMe and um, in a Facebook fundraiser thing. And, uh, you know, and I got my cash app and uh, PayPal and all that stuff up. So if you go to my Facebook, that's where most of that is. If you want to make a, a donation, it's embarrassing for me to mention it and ask about it. But um, it'll kind of keep me out of jail and uh, keep me from uh, breaking my terms of probation. And it'll get me out of the situation um, a lot quicker and I could put it behind me. And um, it would just be uh, very, 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 very appreciated, man. Because uh, nobody wants to see much in jail, especially me. I spent five days in jail because of this whole thing. I spent five, uh, five months on house arrest because of this thing. And, uh, and I'm still not, um, you know, I'm still paying for it big time now. So, um unfair unfair yeah i'm uh unjustifiably uh in a position that i'd rather not be in you know what i'm saying but with that being said no problem because the cream the cream always rises to the top and i'm gonna be okay uh -huh. don't worry about me man i'm a fighter i'm a survivor and I'll get through it, and uh, that'll be the end of that. Five-year probation, in five years, this will all be, uh, you know, uh, spilt cream, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, don't cry over spilt cream, you know what I mean? Anyway, that's my time. Happy Monday, and I'll see you next Monday. Oh, yeah.